Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Your future is full of possibilities. Vodafone X is the mobile plan to help you discover them. Discover what makes you tick with quick, free online courses. Discover by experimenting in studio spaces. You can book one for free. You never know where a little leap in a different direction could take you. So dive in at VodafoneX.ie to see what's included and discover you. Vodafone X is a four-week top-up offer and is subject to availability. Offer gives redeemer access to booking one online space or course every four weeks pending 20 euro top-up. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. Hello everyone, welcome to the end of the week. I am <sighs> Zancy Weber here with my indubitable host. There you go, you are indubious. <laughs> I will you. take that. I will take the yeah, dubiousness. I, I like that. So Gina Schwartz. <laughs> hello, hello. And Andy Schossler. It is me. Here to have some wine. Oh, please. With some friends. Yes. And get Everything that's been bothering us off our chest so we can enjoy the weekend. Woo. What a horrible week. What? Not really. Well, nah. some of us. An average week. <laughs> but we do have our second guest. We have a guest from another podcast Yay! or other podcasts. Mm. Yo, yo, yo. Miranda <laughs> Selwood. Hello, everybody. Look who's Welcome. found her way into the studio. <laughs> it's Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> From Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Yes. With me. Yes. And Law and Disorder. Yes. Also the top two rated podcast. I'm just going to put that out there. Oh. For now. For now. Gauntlet Throne <laughs> Wine Time or whatever you're called. Uh, glass of wine. Thank you very um, I think much. Wine Time was better though, right? Right, Already guys? taken. <laughs> Already taken. Already taken. <laughs> You thought about it, though. Yeah. You had a whole logo with, like, glasses of wine going around a clock face and everything. Mm. Oh. I was trying to pitch a grape gripe pun, <gasps> but I couldn't I couldn't quite get it to work. No, that'd and be great. I know, but Zane. That'd be grape. Zane, <laughs> Zane looked at me with evil that eyes. Face, that face there that we're seeing right now. Oh, no, I, I, could, I could feel him searing my soul, <laughs> and I knew it was a mistake. The power that I have just in my eyes. No, you made, was it gripe vine? Something like that. Because if I it could, wasn't that, I came up with gripe vine, which I quite liked. Which no, then I, I was like, like I'm almost certain that's what Andy said, so I should I should take the time out. I don't and think say, I, well done. I don't think I made it to that detail. I was just kind of thinking about I the think, grape gripe. Well, I just thing. think grapes and gripes. Grapes I think and that's gripes enough. Work too, yeah. These are the two things: grapes and gripes. Unfortunately, done. we're five episodes in now. <laughs> As season the listeners will know, we can still change has it. Been finalized. <laughs> I just give me last, a nico, I'll fix it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Last week, I had I had to get my my design gripe off of my chest, and so we're Ooh, over that now. I'm sorry that I missed that. Are you are you a good client to yourself, Zane? 
Or, yes. were you, or were you, in fact, a difficult client? I'm a very good client to myself <laughs> mm, good. because I know exactly what my expectations are oh, yes. and what my timeframes are mm. and I let myself know all of these things in yes. advance. But yeah. you don't go crazy. I, no, I don't do, <laughs> just go crazy. But, but do you then meet those deadlines and exceed those expectations because that is that is mm. good customer service right there. Almost every time. You exceed your own expectations. Yes, because I set my expectations very Cheers low. to that, Zane C. Yeah. <laughs> bare allowed? minimum. I'm happy with a bare minimum and I always go over, over the good. top. Good, 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 good. So. I thought that was me was happy with the bare minimum. I thought Both you had higher that's, that's why we're friends. <laughs> we are. We have that in common. So Speaking we should bare minimum. Uh, how's this wine we're about to drink? So we are drinking this, this evening La Bohemes, mm. the missing act from the Yarra Valley. Okay, mm. I have. I have a. The first question I have about this this wine, mm-hmm. as per its quality, and this is how you really test the quality. I mean, I'm a professional wine purchaser from um, Dan Murphy's. Uh, you can tell the quality of a wine by where it is on the shelf. Okay, where it is. So if it's if it's at like an easy eye line, yeah, it is slightly overpriced for what it's worth. Oh, okay. if it is on the shelf below that, yeah, it's probably slightly more expensive but much better value. Okay, oh, I typically All have right. a sore neck after choosing wines. Yeah, so, yeah. and if it's on it's the sign. very bottom shelf, yeah, there's the good shit down there. Well, why? why would you put the good stuff down the bottom? Because people are looking for yeah. it. They'll look all that way. So you- so on their way to a good wine, you think they might pick some shit along the way? Well, they're like, try and sell off this crap here by <laughs> yeah. putting it like, right in their If face, someone's in a rush, right? it's like, oh, I I'll just, just need six bottles one. of wine. I'll take the ones immediately in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. The so they're the highest the profit margin wines. The pro- highest profit margin wines are at the easiest. My Supermarkets own. are the same. So, guys, when you're looking for, like, the really yeah. good value flower, look down. <laughs> my My yes. own methods, and I believe Andy shares this, is, is yes. to pick – by the the, the by pleasingness the, of the label. The artwork. Oh. Yes. oh, actually, yes, I have seen this and been quite pleased by the whole La Boheme range. Yeah, because there's <laughs> the first act, the second act, the third act, and yeah. then this is the missing act. In my ex- oh. Cabernet and Friends. I was going to say, in my experience, the wines are quite shit. Well, this uh, this was, I believe, a bottom shelf <gasps> wine. Oh. Oh, yes. Theory Fancy. busted. Oh, my God. So I didn't get it from a Dan Murphy's. Did you get it from a much smaller bottle shop, though, because they just actually have space issues? Do you uh, know? A much smaller <laughs> bottle shop. Oh, okay. All right. But one that used to specialise only in wines and has just recently branched out into liquors as well. Mm-hmm. So they okay, would well, have good like... wine. Mm. Yeah. So let me tell you a little bit about La Boheme, the missing act. Yes. Missing act. Bah, 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 bah. I think there's also a third act in the range. There is. Mm. Mm. I like that. In 1957, it was revealed that the librettists had prepared an act which Puccini decided not to use in his composition. What a jerk. I mean, they put the effort into that. Mm. And then he just goes, oh, look, I this don't need it, This just ties into my bad client rant from last week. <laughs> We've already the got missing, three acts. Like, what am I going to do with a whole other act? The missing act was situated in the timeline between Act 2 and Act 3. 
So what on earth were they expecting him to call it? I feel like <laughs> Act 2.5. <laughs> <laughs> I describes. also feel like, like in a story arc, though, that feels like it should be the most important part. And they just went, oh, I don't need it. <laughs> Maybe yes. it took like a diversion to like a secondary character and gave them a whole act. Oh, like that chapter in um, Victor Hugo's Les yeah. Mis about yeah. the priest who you see for five minutes in the actual yep. story. Yeah. Mm. And describes a late night an all-night open-air party, a charming Cabernet Sauvignon spiced up with some characterful Sangiovese. Mm. Sangiovese? Sangiovese? Sangiovese. (laughs) (laughs) It would be perfect for such an open-air all-night party occasion. Oh, guys. I disagree. <laughs> so it's we not have an open air walls wine. and a yep. ceiling. You know what? This at a barbecue I think would be very fitting. Oh, okay. Fitting or yeah. fatiguing? <laughs> Sorry. I, well, depending on, depending on the cook and, and how good the barbecuist is. Oh, yeah, how, this was a good steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I even, feel that. Just even, smelling even it. A, I haven't tasted it yet. Even a charcoaly steak or smells snag yeah. wine. Would, would go like, well. Yeah. Would go it well. It smells very woody. Like this is the first one that I've smelt wood in. Mm. Yeah, I, I can I can concur with that. I can smell the wood now that I'm primed for it. <laughs> I, can't, it I can't smell like the things that the people The wood of an say. outdoor barbecue. Oh. 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 See, I find this very heavy. Yes, it is. Yes. Mm, it is. And bitter. It's it's already it's my bitter. eyes are already. Is wine sinking. meant to be bitter? That's it very be. complex. Did you cleanse your palate before? I did. I had some water. Some or enough Zane. There is a science to this. You can't mess about with wine. Can you tell me exactly how much to the millimeter enough water? Seven hundred and fifty mils. Probably not enough. Damn it. I did not drink almost a liter of water. Um, is it like the like food tasting cleansing of the palate, like will it be a sorbet speed that process oh, up? Oh, sorbet. Very interesting. Yeah. Actually, watermelon sorbet I've had recommended as, oh, a, as a great cleanser. Delicious. Mm. I wonder mm. why a sorbet also is such cucumber. a cucumber. Cucumber. Like cucumber. I love cucumbers. Blurg. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't not like them, but as a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah it's a nice slice of cucumber to mm, now soak, let up, me soak up everything. Take you on a journey yes. of where this wine puts me. Yes, I Imagine love this. if you will. <laughs> I love it. A snowy peak. Yep. In some oh, far right. reach. On this peak, mm. there is a there's a log cabin with just a, just an open fire. A, a woody chimney. log cabin. Woody, very woody. <laughs> and all around a wood sparse pine forest. Now there has been an avalanche and you are trapped. In this wood cabin. Oh no! I'm there with just a bottle of Love. missing act Cabernet and friend. Just one, one companion of your choice, <laughs> <laughs> and three bearskin rugs. Oh. That's where this puts me. I like where this is. I really I, like I that. Could, could Can I, I pick I a companion there? from uh, <laughs> the musicals taught me everything I know catalog <laughs> and take Zac Efron with me to the oh, cabin? Oh yes. No. Why? Because why spoil it? Perfectly it's Labo M. Cabernet. Cabernet and friend. I'm Ugh. going to take John Lithgow with me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> also yes. from the musicals, tell me yes, everything yes, I, I know like catalog. This I hear is he's a quite really, the raconteur. This is a really hard one. No, you know what? I'd take Michael Fassbender. 
Mm. Oh, nice. It's a classy choice. Thank you. But also a sexy choice. Oh, it's And I respect that. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Why is he married? <laughs> now, some might, some might expect me to say I would take my wife, but I'm actually thinking Kelsey Grammer would be very welcome on this yeah. oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I will also take Michael <laughs> <laughs> It says Cabernet and friend. And, and friend, exactly <laughs> it, right. Is not, it? A singular friend or friends on the no, label. Cabernet and friend. So you can is take more than one. Only like <laughs> ingredients list, any clue as to who the friend of Cabernet might actually be? Well, or yes, it's Sangiovese. Oh, all yes. oh, right. It's okay. another kind of wine. Well, it's, <laughs> it's another kind of grape, but. Um, grape, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Wines are traditionally I'm very named new to after. I'm only five episodes They're in. grape. Really? Yes, indeed. Where do sultanas fit in the spectrum? Sultanas off, are grapes. Really, really off that grapes. They didn't want to be wine. They they stomped and they and they pleaded and they and they were stubborn. They said, No, I'm not going to be a wine. I'm gonna sit here in the sun until somebody turns me into a cereal accompaniment. Seems like a very selfish choice for a grape to make. Sultanas <laughs> are sad and lonely grapes. <laughs> Let's just put it out there, guys. Nobody likes them. Does anyone Sad like them? Sad and lonely, though. They're always packed together in those little boxes. It's they so are true. seriously like packed sultanas. together, yeah. like sardines, but <laughs> but fruit <laughs> instead more of like sweet sardines. More like sweet sultanas, actually. Yeah. Mm. Now that I think about it, they're probably packed in there like sultanas, aren't they? So it's very hearty. Like I feel like yes. you need oh. to be in a cold place for this oh, to I be, well, I, get the full appreciation. With some bread. I mean, apologies yeah. for not having listened to the rest of the episodes. Is this the first red you've experienced? Oh. So have you been going like one on one off? No, we had a rosé, a dark rosé, and a, then a red. Then we had a white then another rosé, and now I believe this is the first Cabernet right? Mm. we've had. So um, I would actually say, I mean, I don't drink a lot of red because I don't particularly like red. How dare you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not not really sorry. Well, the the first episode we had, I'm not surprised you haven't heard it yet. Because it There's, hasn't been released. It hasn't been released. <laughs> no, that doesn't mean I haven't heard it. I mean, it's let's true. be honest. I could have asked. I could have yeah. done some research. I could have just linked you to the like, What the hell? Just send me one. But um, the, the first rant we had was specifically on wine snobs and why people mm. being up in arms about you should like wines like this and yeah. you, why on earth are you drinking that swill is complete rubbish. Everybody's tasted different. That's some exactly people, right. Some people appreciate that like tang and eye twitch that you get <laughs> from a really good cheap wine. Well, some people like the aftertaste of iron. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and um, but I, I would do. actually say <laughs> in my my brief experience of reds, they're, they're often that like you drink them in winter, you have yeah. a, a mm. red because it's it's – more sort of warming and and the notes, I suppose, are sort of um, warmer and thicker, heavier, right? Mm. And I would actually say for a red, red, not a rosé, it's actually quite light. I wouldn't say. Oh. I've, I don't picture this as like midwinter in the snow kind of red. Oh, well, interesting. I look forward. I think it's a bit lighter than that. <clears throat> really? Where, where would you be? When you were yeah. drinking this wine, please yeah. hold. <laughs> I could, I could imagine that in a um, in in, in a sangria, would be yeah, yeah. Quite, with a bit of fruit, yeah, some, some ice. Yeah, it would actually I be like really that. good in a sangria because it mm. it doesn't have it, it's got a little bit of that tang, yeah. uh, tannin, 
a tanniness mm. about it, which is more present in red wines than in white wines, which is the big thing that I prefer white <laughs> because I don't like that tanniny kind of. That's a professional wine term. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's the, the <laughs> clinical definition. <laughs> But yeah, in a in a sangria with a little bit of fruit and then served slightly yeah. chilled. Yeah. I actually think this, yeah, this like has that. a place. Yeah. Possibly mm. even in my my white and dare I say it, rose loving heart. Oh dear. Mm. Mm. To be fair, I would say that in the very limited experience I've had of the wines that we've tried, I four or five of them. Five of them now. <laughs> I'm also leaning towards the rosés. Congratulations. (laughs) Um, To be very stereotypical, of course. (laughs) I was actually having a conversation with somebody at dinner earlier about um, rosés. She pointed out quite rightly that like five or six years ago, definitely looking a decade ago, a rosé was a very rare thing in Australia. To go into a restaurant and order a rosé by the glass was unheard of. They just didn't have it. No one really cared. Mm. But the rosé market has really exploded in recent years and there's actually some really really nice like blends that yeah. aren't just cheap shit rosés yeah. which yeah. used to be the Australian's experience of rosé is here's some cheap leftover of all the grapes <laughs> and we just mush them together so there's we were- nothing wrong with that all right <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this last week is there a very specific and explicit grading of Redness that defines what a rose is. Makes it a rose. Yeah. Because our first wine was the Mermaid Sin, and it was almost as red as this, I Mm. would say. But it was a rose. But it was called a rose. Is there there a point at which wine stops being a rose and becomes a light red? I suppose so. <laughs> I don't know. Suddenly I'm the expert on rosés. That's right. Well, We're all looking to Miranda. <laughs> you've come in here so knowledgeable on the rosé market. Um, I don't know, but I, I think, I think again, it has a lot to do with the grape varieties that go into it. Mm. But that's another thing that we've seen yes, more recently this- in the market is these light reds served right. chilled kind of um, thing, which are often red blends. So there's not necessarily some... French chart defining yes, which, which, which grapes <laughs> make a rosé. Oh, and- oh, you've gone too dark now. Uh- yes, and, and before the bottles leave, leave yeah. the factory, they just run it up and down this <laughs> colour grade chart. To uh, see stick exactly. the rosé oh, label on no. that one, yep. <laughs> it's a pretty dark, but it's still a rosé. Guys, I really want to get this into the red varietals, not the rosé. Can we just drop some, like, food colouring or something in that? Just leave it in the sun for a day. It'll be, it'll be <laughs> just fine. let it go brownish. That'll help. Okay, all right. Well, as our guest, you are always welcome to have the first rant. The first rant? Yes. Yes. A rant. You are allowed to get your pet peeves off your chest, whatever's been frustrating you this week, today, this month. Specifically this week because this week, uh, I don't know if this is too much too soon at this table. Never. But it has been a tumultuous week in politics. Oh. We've actually avoided it up till now, but by all means, okay. Well, proceed. I'm, I'm not going to rave about the actual political issues because blurg, yeah. right? We all hear enough of that. But um, to, am I am I allowed to re- like reveal what today is in the day of political history? 
Today is the day where we get a new Prime Minister. What? ScoMo. But that was weeks ago. <laughs> no. Um, in recording time, that happened today. <laughs> um, so I was just at dinner and, you know, all of a sudden all the phones came out. It was like something out of a movie. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, who gives a... Anyway, yes, is exactly, there an explicit exactly. tag on this podcast? Yes, always. Checking. Okay. Um, but no... <laughs> I, I now come to my actual rant, yes. which related to this and um, has been annoying me a lot in this last week as all of this leadership turmoil has been happening, is the number of people in this country, now I sound like one, <laughs> who have absolutely no understanding of our parliamentary system, right. who right. actually yeah. go through their lives believing we live in America yeah. and that we have a presidential system. And if I hear one more person say to me, but I didn't vote for Scott Morrison <laughs> or I didn't vote for Malcolm Turnbull, it's like, unless you live in your electorate, you can't vote for those people. Mm-hmm. You were voting for a representative of your area yeah. who may or may not be affiliated with a political party who has certain policy views that they have advertised to you through the medium mostly of Television and, and if giant you freaking don't billboards. like a party, you shouldn't vote for the person who's affiliated with them. <laughs> well, that is also true. But I mean, I, you go through things like this and you hear people say crap like, oh, well, you know, I voted for Malcolm Turnbull, so I don't think it's democratic that the, the Liberal Party can just change their leader and change our Prime Minister without asking me about it, mm-hmm. right? We should, like, what we should do our system works. is we should have a voluntary postal vote. That sounds to, great. To let people select who they want to serve as prime minister. Yeah. That well, sounds like I a mean, great idea. There are so, so many well options the out there. <laughs> there are so many options out there, including going back to the Roman system of just everyone gets a little ball and, like, it goes into a big thing that holds balls and we just pull some balls out and be like oh hey Zane your balls up you get to be in the parliament this year good for you crap I mean to be fair maybe that wouldn't be such a bad idea well I don't know people are trash (laughs) yeah but by that lottery system you will have some trash people and some not trash people and maybe even some like actually Good people. Mm. You know what? Bob down the street could probably do as just amount a good a job as the people in government right now. That like, well, at least just... Bob down the street understands what's happening on Bob Street, which well, is the Roman exactly. theory of mm. of how they serve democracy, right? But. It's almost like you don't need the federal government and everybody can just <laughs> well, no, do what that. they need at the local this, level. Tune into a new world order <laughs> where we talk about Andy's ridiculous ideas on government <laughs> and Zane's correct ideas on government. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying that we shouldn't have a government and, and I don't believe that democracy is broken because the Liberal Party can change their leader whenever they see fit. There are problems with this that are political problems. There are problems that this, with this that are even social problems yeah. and personality it- problems, but democracy isn't broken. Mm. Yeah. You're just too stupid to understand yeah. how it works. It's, it's, it's really just a burden on the Queen. 
She's got to get a pretty much gotta, all her fault. She's got to get a prime ministerial approving <laughs> pen out. You know, write, <gasps> a, write a letter to the governor general and say, please approve the new prime minister for this week I in Australia. And, and does she even God do that? help us all if she accidentally ticks the double dissolution box? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> well, you know, that's the other thing. I, um, I I often take solace in and really, really, truly wish if any New Zealanders are listening to this, please invade Australia and take over our country. Hundred percent. Yes. Just, just bring us over there. So many. There. I'll so, do it. I feel like Let's so many of our political problems come from the two-party preferred system mm-hmm. and the, mm. this whole. Thing of it's labor or liberal and nothing else yeah, matters and nothing else counts. I'm like, let's just get rid of all the parties. Everyone runs as an independent. We actually start taking care of re- representing the local areas that vote you in. Yeah. And it's maybe almost, almost like everything can be bipartisan. <laughs> you still need a government, but it doesn't necessarily have to be Labor or Liberal, vote Green, rant But also the media representation (laughs) of the problem leans into the the regular Australian, in inverted commas, understanding, which is like, I voted for the Prime Minister. You didn't! Yeah, so no one voted (laughs) for the Prime Minister. You would just have the understanding that if this party got in, this this person would be the Prime Minister. And so... As has come out, like Labor, who had the first leadership spill, and then the second well, it's not one, the first one, but in this recent, <laughs> in this recent like, since two thousand and four, <laughs> where no <laughs> prime minister has actually sat there full term, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they they've put things in in so put rules in place that like will make it harder. Mm. But like it really comes down to people like if you don't like it. Remember this at the next election. Yeah. And, and you can always call the bluff on people like that who start to rant on, oh, I voted for Turnbull and such and say, oh, you think he's doing a good job, do you? <laughs> what, 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 exactly do you what exactly do you support? How yeah. good a guy do you think he is? <laughs> yeah. And well, watch, them, watch them turtleneck there. <laughs> I, I have to admit that, I mean, you know, vote how you vote and have your vote beliefs. Vote for the Greens is the only right answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If I had my choice, I would say everyone vote Greens. Let's have like a complete shift of the house. But um, I um, don't know where I was going with this. More wine. Hang on. Yeah, wine fixes everything. <laughs> yeah, well, but also Greens, if you're listening, maybe. Greens. Yes, we yeah, need Now wine. is your time. <laughs> like the Greens are the only party in Australian politics who have never ousted a sitting uh, prime minister. Yeah. Done. That's it. <laughs> if that is your qualification for a good leading party, the Greens are the only option. <laughs> oh, what I was going to say was I was somewhat relieved when the Liberal Party instated Malcolm Turnbull as the leader of the Liberal Party because he was a moderate Liberal mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the closest thing we were going to get to the far right not taking over and and basically spreading the divide between the Labor and Liberal parties. And the bigger you make the gap in between the two of them, if we're going to stick with this, it's either one or the other and there's no one else in the race system, then your pendulum is just going to keep swinging further and further from one side to the other and you lose long-term stability in the country. I mean, like... Who needs you need a consistent moderates. world leader? Like <laughs> international diplomacy is overrated. It just kind of runs itself, uh, doesn't it? It just runs itself. Yeah. Just runs itself. Yeah. Especially, you know, like. Who North runs Korea the world? Girls. 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 
girls. Or the Rothschilds, depending on <laughs> yeah. depending on who you um, listen to. Well, I'm I'm still a big fan of like Obama for president of the world. Hundred um, percent. Bring him over here. Uh, yeah, Lee Chin. Lee Lin Chin for president of Australia. Yeah. I mean. Let's get rid of the whole system. <laughs> Just Leland Chin as Let's, dictator for life. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, I'm down with it. Fantastic woman. <laughs> I think a leader with a good sense of humour goes a long way to um, sort of helping the country on the world stage. Mm. Do you want them for their sense of humour or because a sense of humour generally implies an above average intelligence? The second one. <laughs> but but it also, also makes them- cuts down on the reactionism. Like it, yeah. it, right. a, a person who t- might take things personally, it would be more reactionary. And in a situation you're dealing with- Mr. Dunn, cars, who yeah. just happens to look a lot like Voldemort, and it's not his fault. <laughs> Although, you know, he could- Probably Conspiracy? wear a wig or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, he gets upset when people draw pictures of him with the Voldemort nose. Mm. Like Obama would laugh about that, I'm he sure. He would. He would laugh about it. He would. And then He'd he would go like, on SNL, <laughs> do a skit about it. <laughs> I'm the villain <laughs> from Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't actually want to take your guns away. I just want to restrict it from like. Crazy people getting guns are like, oh, okay, <laughs> bit too far, Obama. Whoa. <laughs> right. Practically he, Voldemort. He laughs on the outside, but I bet he has a kill list that he keeps very, very private. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, yeah, true. <laughs> Zane for king of the world. Oh, no, you're going to be king of Australia. King of that- Australia. Yeah. I'm, I'm, if, if people want to lead a revolution in my name, by all means, I won't. Like Dumbledore's stop army. You. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I can't actively be seen to be encouraging it. Mm. But if you're gonna do it anyway, thank you. Okay. All right. So duly noted. Duly when noted. you're king of Australia, yeah. Oh, um, will you pay deference to the Queen of England? Like, will we still have a good As connection peers, there? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll have her over for brunch. Oh, oh good. Yeah. Do you have think a, she'll come? Like it's a long way. Well, I'll go to England. Okay. I will have her over to my palatial mansion in England. Why have you got a palatial brunch? mansion? Why are you spending Australian taxpayer dollars on a palatial mansion <laughs> in another freaking country? Miranda, this is the Australian taxpayers. I will get not go whoever, with an whoever, <laughs> whichever Australians are in England at the time. Go and stay at the palatial mansion. Oh, that's actually I, I really nice. To, Thank you. To apply for for, yeah. for any kind of stay, absolutely. Yeah. And I'll review it's the paperwork. Like and I'll say no. It's like a time <laughs> anyway, enough about my policies. <laughs> Does anyone else have a rant to get off their chest this week? I do, but given that intense <laughs> gravity, it seems like such a petty and. Silly oh, issue to be look, dealing no, with. No, look, my, my actual issue, just to be clear, is about stupid people who don't understand the parliamentary system and think they voted for the Prime Minister. Well, on that topic of stupid people, yes. fingerprints people on glass. Ah. Uh, <laughs> glass doors that have a handle and have fingerprint <gasps> smudges oh all around God. the handle. All right? around it. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> what are they doing? The what handle doing? is right there. <laughs> oh, look, I can't find a handle. Also, I is know. Is this just like a push door? <laughs> controversial opinion, but kids are the worst for it. Kids are the worst. And the parents the parents are just like, yeah, don't worry. You yeah. can, like, tip everything over and touch everything. It's fine. No. Can I, I tell don't you- think you go far enough. You said kids are the worst at this particular thing. No, no, kids- Kids are the worst 
Full period. Stop. I mean, yes, yeah. I was just trying to be political. I was like, <laughs> Can I tell you a disgusting, yes. somewhat related kids' story about oh, yeah. a bus trip I took? Oh, ah, fantastic. Brisbane City Council buses, everyone. Mm. The cleanliest of places. <laughs> of course. All right. Actually, they're not too bad. Having travelled on buses in many places, the Brisbane City Council buses are pretty good. Good. Whoop. Good job to all those people who clean those buses. Well done. Because they have to do it frequently. Especially to the poor people who had to clean this bus this day. Oh. So I'm sitting on that. You know how the new buses, they have um, like a seat that's a double seat that faces forward, a regular bus seat, and then um, in front of it is the gap for a wheelchair and then two seats facing the aisle of the bus. Yes. Uh, so yes. I'm sitting um, in the seat just behind that little array and sitting in the the seats facing forward uh, is like mum and a bunch of bags next to it because everyone knows that those seats are really just for one people, even though (laughs) they look like they're for two people. Um, And standing, not even pretending to sit on one of these chairs is the kid in the, the gap. Of course. Where the wheelchairs um, are meant to go. And this kid is Spitting on the window and drawing things in (gasps) his own spit. And she's just sitting there on her phone. No. How old was this woman? La, 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 la. Oh, like. Adult woman age. No. Middle, middle age. The kid's well, listen, about, I'm out, I'm out the in kid public. is about five or six, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm out in public. This is my own personal time. Somebody yeah. else can look after my child yep. while we're here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On public <laughs> transport, I have no responsibility. No responsibility for that child no. who is not You're seated. now the ward of the city council, <laughs> Giles. So disgusting. So he's drawing in the spit. The story's not over. He's drawing in the spit. Mm-hmm. So he's got his own spit all over his hands and Disgusting. all over that window. I mean, perhaps he's a budding artist. Maybe this is a Van Gogh situation. <laughs> no, also it's so not. unhygienic for him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he cares. Who kids? else has been spitting on mm-hmm. that window? But also, so, like, kids have running diseases. He's, you know, he's practically oh, yes. probably a germ himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, I love kids, love them. <laughs> have kids, everyone. We need them for stuff. Um, I work in a school, so I actually have boys. Because I work in a boys' school, um, keep my job. Uh, thank you. <laughs> so then he proceeds to push all of the bags off the seat next to Mum. What? And she goes, ah, "Don't do that." <laughs> really? Now all the bags are like all over the floor. She's still on her phone. Go, ah, don't do that. Are you kidding He's me? Sitting on the seat, no. facing me, <gasps> making all these faces at me, no. and reaches toward me with his spit. <gasps> no. Hands. I'm like, Mom, do something. Mom, you. do something. I'm leaning back. I'm leaning back. I'm like, I can't get away from this child. <laughs> and then the bus stopped and they got off. Thank God. <laughs> but also rude and parent your kids. I'm sorry. If you're irresponsible enough to have them, you got to take care of them. One question. I mean, love them. Love them. <laughs> I just, I don't know what she was doing on the phone, but I really hope she was playing like Candy Crush or something because <laughs> like that would be... Just a good point to add to that story. Yeah. This situation. Mother on continues the window. to do nothing. Yes. What happens when he touches you? Yeah, exactly. He didn't he didn't touch me because he do was you, like does that were you just frozen in panic or <laughs> I was I, I, so I, far back in my seat. But you can't yell at a stranger's kid because then you're the bad one. I know. How? <laughs> I, I, like I, I was just wondering. I was running the scenario <laughs> through my own head. Mm. Oh, don't do that. And just wondering what I would have done. 
Exactly the same. And for unfortunately, me. it probably involves touching this child. Oh dear. You can't, you can't touch a With one child. finger on the forehead and say, <laughs> sticky child away. <laughs> but, but you know he's already touched that forehead with those fingers. Oh, oh yes, I know. I have hand sanitizer. Um, but Maybe I'm just, just the I'm elbow. Just, just like how <laughs> illegal is that or just frowned upon? I mean, to be fair, is it technically self-defence? Hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess I mean, I'm not touching child. his hands. I'm just touching his head. But then he might like pounce on me or something. Like I don't. Kids, well, no, most kids likely he would just like fall in on the floor in the bus because he was kneeling, facing mm. me over the back of his seat. Mm. I hate that. And he would have just like fallen into the pile of bags he would just knocked onto the floor. Don't do that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's my story about spit and kids. Disgusting. Yes, but also fingerprints. Yeah, fingerprints on windows, pretty bad. <laughs> even no, adults. <laughs> even adults. Like right? I work in a place, we have no kids. We only have adults that come in, but every week we yeah. have to clean the front door. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. <sighs> like why? Like the, they can't all be like vision impaired to not know how to open a door. And it's not always just like a full handprint. Maybe. Sometimes it's just like swishy fingers and I'm like, yep. why are you swishing? Rude. Yeah. What's the swishing for? Are you dancing <laughs> through the door? <laughs> Woo. Woo. I just like to feel the aura of the room before You know I what? Those types of people are the people who go into Coles and Woolies <laughs> and yell at the uh, at the people working there and say, you know what? Mm. This whole plastic bag ban is ruining my <laughs> life. And then they go out and they touch the glass with their bloody dirty fingers. Like, Those are the exact same you. people. They do it deliberately. Um, can I just put out there, just putting this out Please. there, that some of the smudge around the handle may be a bit of a like – Shut the door nudge. Possibly, but perhaps it's a just, result of a shut the door nudge. Yeah, just use the handle. Yeah. To shut the door though. No one uses yeah. the handle to shut the you door. Should. That's ridiculous. If it's oh, a big on. handle. You don't need to turn the handle to shut the door. You just need to push the door a bit. So but push, if it's glass. Just push the handle. Why are you making contact with the glass if door? Grab your fingers. Or touch any part of the door that isn't glass. Yes. <laughs> Like with a normal wooden door, go ahead, touch it, touch, touch any touch part away. of it. Touch but, away. But on a glass door, no. Right. I work All right. As... No, no, I was, I was going to hand out the benefit <laughs> of the doubt to some people who I thought oh, no, were no, just no, no, no. no. giving no the door. Podcast. Give no, the door no a one gets nudge. benefit of the doubt. <laughs> and, and when it comes to sticky fingers, there's no benefit of the doubt. <laughs> you know exactly what you're doing. What if that I've... sticky fingers child did the old <laughs> nudge and you accidentally touched the sticky fingers <laughs> child <laughs> nudge part? That's disgusting. Exactly. Yeah. People's I, hands are disgusting. Yeah, people are trash and kids are trash, trash. Yeah. Trash. I, I work as a school bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm done cleaning the windows uh, the night before oh my. and I go out on my run with no. nice clean windows, <clears throat> the worst is when you're picking up a group of school children going on charter you show up with nice clean windows before mm. you pull out. Or dirty gone. windows. Dirty windows. Smudge marks, you know, people. Uh, Pressing their faces up yeah. against it. Oh. <laughs> or, just, or just leaning up against it, you know, yeah. for, for the whole trip with their, with their greasy, their greasy yeah. hair on the window, oh. leaving you with a nice smudge to clean up. I mean, I 100% that's know that's awful, but I remember as a kid I totally did the same and I feel <laughs> yeah. awful. As a kid, you don't care. 
You don't like, know. You don't I cared. About it. I cared as a kid. Oh, did ya? Yes. Like, oh my oh. god, I left a mark on the wall. Oh my god, rub it off. Oh god, I made yeah. it worse. No, no, no. Was I, that didn't, you? I didn't. I didn't want to make work for people. <laughs> I didn't. I what age was never that? Never knew. Because I, I know, like maybe maybe eleven up. Yes, I would have started caring. But when I was a kid, kid, I mm. honestly wouldn't have thought about it. Yeah. No, I, think, I think my neural net processor learning computer kicked in mm. when I hit double digits. Yeah, you're a very um, no memory of before that time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that was a rough one. I it got, was. I got heated. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I came in here and I just like blad at you. Blad. <laughs> it's good. That's exactly what it's about. Oh, okay, good. It's yeah. good. I love it. You inspired it. me to think about assaulting a child. <laughs> So, and yeah. what the ramifications for that could be? Yeah, it's good to go through this in your mind before, before it happens. Before it happens, like, am I okay with the consequences? And I am. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> only good to know. Specific. Yes. Specific. Yeah. Like sticky hands coming at you, coming at you, Zane. Sticky hands on me, definitely not worth not being charged with assaulting a child. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Mm. All right. Well, hey, but Zane, don't do that. Okay. Okay, I probably if that's all that comes at me, I'm definitely doing that. <laughs> I'm probably pushing her away by the forehead as well. Uh, well, thank you for joining us, Miranda. No problem. If you want to hear more of Miranda's lovely tones, and occasional singing, and occasional singing, and occasional swearing. No, oh, never. <laughs> on musicals, tell me everything I know. That's not me. I don't do the swears. You're not the swearing, but you do swear on Law and Disorder. No. Sometimes. Yeah. Never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you edited that out. <laughs> sometimes I do, but the world deserves to know. <laughs> and as always, my co-host, Gina Schwartz. Hello and goodbye. And Andy Schossler. It has been a pleasure. Until next week, you fine, fine, drunken people. Bye. 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 Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because... Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh yeah. At Leia Healthcare, we always want to give our members more. So now you get unrestricted access to a world of benefits that will help you stay healthy. From convenient video calls with a GP to get prescriptions online, to easy access to experts when you finally want to do something about your ropey knee or dodgy back. And if you do need to see someone urgently, our clinics are available for minor injuries, all without you needing to put your hand in your pocket. Let's stay on top of your health, in every way. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Insurance provided by Ellipse Insurance Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare. Leia Healthcare Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare and Leia Life is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Unrestricted benefits are available until the end of August. Fair usage policy applies. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 